You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, June the 18th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The judiciary overhaul. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says that the coalition will begin this week, taking concrete steps toward fixing the judicial system. In remarks at the start of the weekly cabinet meeting, Netanyahu said, we will act in a measured and responsible manner and in line with the mandate we received. The prime minister blamed the opposition leaders, Yair Lapid and Benny Gantz, for putting forward what he called a false appearance of dialogue at the president's residence that lasted three months. Netanyahu claimed the opposition did not agree to minimum understandings. Their only intention was to waste time. Opposition leaders last week suspended the talks at the president's residence pending formation of the Judicial Selection Committee. A con reporter says that the government plans to begin its advancement of the reform with legislation restricting the reasonability clause. Opposition leader Yair Lapid said in response that if Netanyahu unilaterally advances regime change, as he has declared, he will discover he is prime minister of less than half the nation with less than half the economy, less than half security and less than half of the Knesset. Protests against the government's judiciary overhaul plan were held around the country last night, this for a 24th consecutive week. The government has approved a decision dramatically shortening the approval process for construction in Judea and Samaria. A con reporter says that in contrast to the arrangement in place for more than two decades, under the new decision, construction will be able to be advanced without any significant oversight or authorization from the political echelon. Instead of the defense minister approving each stage separately, generally requiring four phases, a single authorization for planning will be issued at the outset, and not by the defense minister, Yoav Gallant, but by the finance minister, Betzalel Smotrich, who serves as a minister in the defense ministry with responsibilities over civilian affairs in Judea and Samaria. Settlement construction is key to the agenda for Smotrich's religious Zionist party, and a con reporter says the issue was part of the party's coalition understandings with the Likud. A con reporter notes that Barbara Leaf, a senior U.S. State Department official, is expected to arrive in Israel, and the official will likely convey displeasure from Washington regarding the decision. The Secretary General of the PLO, Hussein Sheikh, said in response to the cabinet decision that the Palestinian leadership will boycott an Israeli-Palestinian Economic Committee meeting that was due to convene tomorrow. He wrote on Twitter that the leadership in Ramallah will weigh its next steps regarding Israel. The cabinet has given preliminary approval for the development of a gas field off of the Gaza Strip, stressing that it will be subject to coordination between the security services and direct dialogue with Egypt in coordination with the Palestinian Authority. Announcing the move on the Gaza Marine Project, Prime Minister Netanyahu's office said that progress would hinge on preserving the state of Israel's security and diplomatic needs. 
IDF forces operating along the Gaza border last night detained two unarmed Palestinians who tried to infiltrate Israel from the northern part of the Strip. IDF border monitors spotted them and they were arrested and taken for questioning. Prime Minister Netanyahu and Finance Minister Smotrich told the cabinet today that the U.S. chipmaker Intel will spend $25 billion on a new factory in Israel, calling it the largest ever international investment in the country. According to the finance ministry, the factory in Kiryat Gad is due to open in 2027. Intel did not respond directly to the sum or the plans, saying our intention to expand manufacturing capacity in Israel is driven by our commitment to meeting future manufacturing needs, and we appreciate the continued support of the Israeli government. A 59-year-old Binyamina resident was detained on suspicion of causing due to negligence the fire yesterday in a wooded area next to the Amphishuni in Binyamina. Dozens of firefighting teams battled the blaze for hours. The individual admitted to the offense and apologized and was released under restrictive conditions. The fire commissioner had issued a ban on lighting fires in open areas yesterday due to the extremely hot weather conditions. And the weather outlook today, much cooler, with a chance of light local rain mostly in the north and along the coast. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 25, Tel Aviv 26, Haifa 24, Beersheba 30, and in Eilat going up to 37 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. 